2: and a possible shot at the playoffs. And folks, I'm a guy who knows a little something about comebacks from where this Bama team was after the Texas game in week two to where they stand
1: I never went and welcome into this Monday edition of the Miller's Edge. Iron Bull Victory Monday. Boy, that was a good game. Man, that was a great game. And we're going to dive all into that. So much to talk about. And we'll preview a little bit of Georgia. I'm Christian Miller, alongside my dad, Corey Miller, the pastor of pain. Man fired up on this Monday. It's beautiful weather outside. Uh, waking up, you know, victorious against Auburn. Talk about <laughs> a nail biter. Uh, I mean, whatever emotion. I mean, I'm sure people's blood pressures were through the roof. Uh, I was saying on our Miller's Edge post game show over on our YouTube channel, which if you haven't checked it out yet, go check that out now. What are you waiting on? Go subscribe to us at, on YouTube at the Miller's Edge. I, I said I'm, I'm, you know, probably one of the most, you know, low. You know, I, I don't really get worked up. I'm just balanced, just chilling. I don't until the clock hits zero. I, I'm, I'm convinced that we're going to win. But I'm not going to lie fourth and 31 <laughs> fourth and 31 uh last play of the game pretty much or last play on our drive um not gonna lie that was one of the first times i, I really uh, i hate to say but i i, I was extremely nervous extremely nervous Ooh. for a football game which i'm typically not typically not yeah that's exactly how i was feeling noah um but talk about execution and uh wow we, man we can talk in there. but anyway. Uh, I know we talked about it on the on the postgame show, but w- so you were in Texas watching the game. What was going through your mind? Um, you know, they, they have the bot snap, which we've now heard um, supposedly that, uh, I guess, I think Tyler Booker had said it um, on the, the next round that Auburn, you know, did a clap to kind of signal the snap. But anyway, you had that bad snap. You're backed up. The penalty of uh, Jalen Miller go- throwing past the line of scrimmage, uh, Dad, what were your thoughts or what were you doing when that happened, uh, when it was fourth and 31, uh, had to score to win the football game?
3: Well, well, well. Howdy, howdy, howdy. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, well, good
1: morning to you. Our, our good. <laughs> yeah, afternoon. good Work morning.
3: I swear, yeah, yeah, good morning to you and Noah and everybody out there in radio land that's listening to the program. I'm sorry I didn't hear the um the uh, the uh, intro, so I was sitting here. I didn't hear it, so my mic was – so my ears were cut off, so I apologize not to uh, – Taking the opening. But, but anyway, yeah, I was out in Houston, Texas uh, for Thanksgiving and, and, uh, you know, this game was a back and forth. But I, I don't know about you, Christian, but I could tell just after the first score and then you had the two touchdowns called back and then you had a missed field goal. I told my brother in law, I said, listen, Bama's in trouble. This is setting up for one of them crazy finishes. You just knew how the game was flowing right you just you could just feel it like that's just bama football not just in the iron bowl but specifically yes in the iron bowl but when when bama struggles these things start to happen you know it's going to be some kind of weird outcome right so i, yep. I did say that uh, in the second quarter uh and then because i was like this is not setting up good but i want to rewind the tape because people told me i was crazy people told me i was giving over too much credit all last week, the three days that we were on the air, I said to the fan base, beware. Like, any time the prophet issues you a warning, you need to pay attention, right? It's all through the Bible where the prophet issues one warning. It's like, you know, Noah's in the ark, right? He told them that there was going to be a flood. <laughs> yeah, right. Look at the sky. It's beautiful and blue. It's sunny. What? It's going to rain? You got to be joking me. But my point is, that loss to New Mexico State, I knew that there was something in that, something weird was brewing in the oven, so to speak, in the pot, because they're not going to lose that game. They were focused on Alabama. It was some weird stuff happening. And then, and then you get to the fan base, you see Auburn lose, your rival lose. It's laughable, of course, yes. But then you, for me, I'm like, beware. Beware because I'm telling the players, beware. You can't, now my words were, don't go out to, to Auburn and think you just roll that heaven out there and you're going to win. He Freeze is going to have these guys ready. They're this, this, they playing spoiler. This is going to make their entire season, if they can beat you and knock you out of the playoff, any type of hope would be gone if you lost that game. They would be the ones that would love to do it. Not Georgia, but Auburn wanted to do it. And there it is. And there it is. But mama, here comes that man again. Mama, here comes that man again that everybody, most people, a lot of people in your fan base didn't even want to be quarterback. Ain't this something? See, this this is, this is a much bigger story to me. Because all the things that I've heard on this radio and on social media about Jalen Milrow, even about this team, and here it lies the situation, fourth down and 31, fourth down and a mile, and everybody's sitting there biting all the fingernails off, scratched the skin off the feet, pulled every every piece of hair out their head, and here's that guy that many of you have said, not good enough, many of you have said, can't throw the football. Many of you that have said, can't read defenses. Many of you that have said, Tyler, Tyler, you know, Tyler Buckner, Ty Tyler Simpson need to be the quarterback. Many of you have zero hope. And your hope in the iron bowl came into the hands of the guy that you criticized, that you beat down, that you talked about, that you threw in the mud. Now it all came down to him. It is something. And then he throws a dart in the corner of the end zone to Isaiah Bond. Noah, do me a favor. Play that clip one more time for me, please, so that I can hear it. Play it one more time for me. Is music Alabama
2: defeats Auburn 33-24 and will play Georgia. And a possible shot at the playoffs, and folks, from a guy who knows a little something about comebacks, from where this Bama team was after the Texas game in Week Two to where they stand now, one simple word comes to mind: remarkable.
3: Remarkable. <laughs> Thank you. I go. Listen. Remarkable. Here's why you don't say what you guys have been saying, right? Because this dude, I felt so good for him. He's been so uh, humble and gracious throughout this process of being baked in the oven. My uh, Nick Saban words, not mine, to, to leading this team, being benched and embarrassed. Imagine that, being embarrassed and put on the sideline to go from starting against Texas to not even playing. To leading this football team on a run. You win the SEC West and you have a chance to win the SEC and you have a chance to make the college football playoffs. You should be ashamed of yourselves. You should be absolutely ashamed of yourselves. And you know who you are, many of you. But that man threatened to need him. Because I'm not getting into all the, I hear them all the, oh, cuckoo, ha-ha, oh, roll, tie, roll. But I'm going to remind you, because I keep receipts. I'm going to remind you, a lot of you are the same people that doubted this quarterback. Yes, you doubted him. And he's done nothing but week to week to week prove you wrong. See, I call you, I call it like I see it. And you know who you are, but now you cuckoo and hee hee. Now you dirty cartwheels and posting Instagram and ex on all these videos. You jump in the shop, but you're the same folks that put doubt all over this man's name. Now here's what I want you to do: put some respect on Jalen Miro because it was a Miro miracle on the plains at Jen Hill Stadium.
1: It was. It was. I mean, how about that? It, it really was, and he. uh he was named co-SEC Player of the week um, for his performance, uh, where he, had, he was 16 to 24 259 yards passing two touchdowns, uh, 107 yards on the ground, and obviously the mill throw miracle uh, to win the football game. So I mean, Eli said, I mean remarkable performance, not only by him man, but just really by a lot of guys to contribute to to be resilient in that game. Um, I, I know you said it. I, I did again. I knew it was going to be a tough game. Did I see it come down to this? Not necessarily, but I knew it was going to be a hard fought game. Playing in uh, five Iron Bulls, you know, going to Jordan here several times in my career. I, I already knew the, the the type of environment. I knew the challenge, and I I said the same thing in terms of you know, look, they they only lost to Georgia by a score. They only lost to Auburn. Uh, excuse me. They only lost to uh, Ole Miss by a score. And yeah. remember, Doctor Crystal was on on the live. She was saying it almost as like we played down to our competition, but. I said, yeah, that might be true to an extent. But really, I think Auburn plays to their competition. You look at it, when they play good teams, they play pretty good. They're a solid football team. When they play these bad teams, typically don't play so well. Um, but nonetheless, man, I mean, that's the Iron Bowl for you again. I mean, just two years ago with Bryce Young, you, know, you go to, you go down to Jordan Hare, almost lose that game, go to four overtimes, just narrowly escape that hell of a drive by him in and, and that offense. But um, I mean, just just a such a great game, man. I mean, Jalen Milrow, Isaiah Bond, those two guys just cemented themselves in Crimson Tide history uh, with with <laughs> that last play. And then, I mean, the pick six at the end. I'm not sure why it counted. Everybody was saying the refs believed that Tyrion Arnold stepped out of bounds. I guess it doesn't necessarily matter. I think a lot of betters might have been mad because it affected the, the point spread, but. Um, I would like that to count just because it was kind of like that that stamp just at the end. Everybody was there celebrating the kick six. Well, how about the pick six to, to put you guys away? So I, I was kind of upset that didn't count. But um, let's dive in a little bit deeper real quick. He didn't uh, step out of bounds, by the way. You said he did or did not? He did not. Yeah, I didn't think he did either. But that's what a lot of people were saying in the chat uh, on the Miller's Edge postgame show. But um, looking at a couple more things from this game, look, uh, the way we started the football game, I, I thought we were going to be set up for – a big day you know offensively we were driving down the field making things happen our, our first series or two on defense or really might have been the first series uh but we looked good and then that auburn running game and if you guys listen to me on the the um tide tailgate pregame show that's what i said the, the, the keys are going to be playing disciplined football assignment football and stopping the run and that's exactly what it came down to, right? We had some undisciplined moments, not just with the penalties, but those were there, obviously, and having that touchdown callback. Or, or two was it two touchdowns callback from penalties? Yeah, um, two touchdowns. Yeah, two touchdowns callback. But also, just in terms of assignment football, we, just, we did not play the run well, right? I know you were harsh on your grade. I'm not going to lie. I went back and watched it some more. I think I said a C. I'm going to have to I'm going to go down to a, a D. I can't be I can't be as tough as you just cuz I I understand. Ugh. Listen, I but I've been in these shoes. I've been in their cleats. I know it's a tough game, it's a tough matchup playing a rival on the road like that. But we just did not execute. Nah. To be fair though, they ran for over 200 on Georgia as well. So, uh, just Listen, don't, I don't wait, care wait, about wait, what like, they I, did somewhere I, else. I, I, know, I mean, I, this, I is I, I this is about Alabama. This is about.
3: I get that. This is becoming a problem because it, wait, see, this is not on. just one game. They 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 let LSU do the same thing. That's my point. It was, it, it I was, was say it the week. Yeah, a little bit different, though. A little bit different. The different it's they, they got ran all over. No, no, no. They but, got, but no, no okay, let me take it. Let me go back one more time. Wait. Let's go back to last year. That saved this Auburn team ramp over 200 in at, at Bryant Dennis Stadium as well.
1: They did, but what I'm saying is, when you're talking about LSU, their running game was a lot different. It, it, it really was Jaden Daniels doing all the running, right? Now Peyton Thorn did it did you know use his legs and make plays as well. He ended up rushing for nine. Nah, no, excuse me, 57 yards. You got to take you know take taking into consideration the sacks. Uh, but again, Jaden Daniels was leading the charge for the most part against LSU. I'll pull up the box score just to double check. This yeah, game, I mean, no, he did. He let the rush. No, it was the running backs in this game. What I'm saying was, they just were going to that 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 counter. They're running a lot of counter plays and hitting the perimeter, getting a lot of lead blockers. And I, I, I I'm with you. We did not defend the run well at all, whatsoever, giving up oh, okay. 240 some yards. What I'm saying was a little bit different style. Uh, running game. Nonetheless, it still was giving up yards on the ground. But Auburn's running game is different than LSU. Like you can go back and watch that. I, I, say, I understand would, would I that. say it's like a big trend. Not necessarily. I mean, if I'm trying to, I, uh, and I'll let you talk while I pull up these numbers because I, I, I'm, I know you hate numbers, but I'm going to look at the numbers.
3: Okay. That, for well, let me just say this. Why you look so at go, the numbers? Go ahead. The bottom line is, I don't give a boo boo. About the, the know. football, know. I mean, know. whether it's a quarterback run, whether it's losing contained, whether it's missed tackles, it goes in the column of rushing yards. Right. My point is they got to do better. That's why I said Agreed. stopping the run was an F. I mean, I mean, Auburn. Here's my thing. Thorne was not going to beat you with his arm. Right. They don't have the receivers to beat our secondary guys. I said this during the week. But the problem was going to be they had two quarterbacks though that can run and they like to run the trap. there's a way we talked about some of the extra there's a way you defend counters this is not some uh a uh, run scheme or running game that has is new right you play it if you want to squeeze it then make sure your back and stay inside if you're going to what we call spill it you got to get underneath those pullers and you can't take one for one. You got to get both pullers. You got to make the ball run the bubble outside, and then your linebackers just scrape over the top and your safety's coming down. These are not hard-running plays to start, but our but D-line was getting pushed around by our offensive line. They were playing with some nasty, and we weren't taking the fight back to them. This is a negative that I have in this game, right? I Whether agree. it's quarterback runs or just stopping the counter plays is about discipline and physicality and will. Stopping the run is about will. Because this is, it's embarrassing when a team can run the football on you. It's embarrassing. It, 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 just, it just rips your heart out any time a team can sit there and run the football on you like that. Because now that's about will and physicality. Bama's defensive line's gotta do better. They gotta get they gotta step up because they're gonna see it this week against Georgia. Georgia's gonna run the football. Yeah, they'll throw it too. They're gonna test you in the physicality department. That's all I'm saying. It's fixable. But man, my whole thing is Christian, they didn't come ready to play. That's just the bottom line, because we know they can stop the run. Those dudes were not ready to play. And that's on the coaching staff. If you go into the Auburn and you know what kind of you know atmosphere that it is, and you're not ready to play. almost oh, was playing with man, They was playing with such great emotion. Now Alabama's just looking around. They're standing around like they don't care. I,
1: don't and know, I have I don't, a problem I don't, I don't, with that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe may that's what you see. I'm just from my experience playing in the game, going to that stadium, and knowing the dynamics of it. I, I feel like you're kind of stretching a little bit, just because I, I mean, you got to remember, bro. Like you're you're in Jordan and Hare playing your rival. Like it's gonna be a, a battle like that. Now did we play as good as we could? Absolutely. Now I agree with you on all that. And I'll pull up some numbers and, and talk about a little bit about that. But I, I again I, I just I don't know man. I think if you put that game in Tuscaloosa you see a much different result. I mean I'm
3: not saying that you wouldn't but i all I got to go on is what I saw on Saturday at Jordan Hare Stadium. And this was a team that that was getting pushed around. This is a team that was that was getting gashed defensively, I'm talking about. Gash against the run. They have to play better. That's all I'm saying. I don't know whether Jordan Hare or whatever. I don't know. Maybe we gotta eat some I don't know. But all I'm telling you, what I have to go by it's what I saw on film. We got to get a break here. 205-342-9904. And I would love to hear from you. Don't forget, tie 100.9. Download that free app. You can leave your thoughts, comments, questions on that. And we'll, we'll answer. Them. We'll talk about them. Um, do you agree with me? Do you agree with Christian? Are you concerned about the, the inability to stop the run, quarterback runs? I'm not so much worried about that. And George, because Beck doesn't run the ball that much, but he can. But I'm just saying, to, we'll talk about that also in the program. It's sponsored by our good friends. At the Good Feet Store, America's Art Support experts get a timeout. Come back. Your phone calls 205 342 9904. This says the Miller's Edge Automatic Monday on the tide. 100.9, 1230 AMW TBC. Back in a moment.
2: Learn more at andrewsportsmedicine.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A cold and breezy afternoon with a sunny sky, the high today 49. Clear with a freeze tonight, the low 29. Tomorrow and Wednesday, a good supply of sunshine both days. The high tomorrow 51, the high Wednesday at 57. I'm James Spann on the ABC thirty three forty Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 45 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
6: Bye. Bye.
2: Hey, used to have a silver tooth And I was just a pup,
3: yeah Now I got some killers who got shotties with the pups I don't want to get the fillings I be Edge, be automatic so Monday to Tide 100.9, 1230 WTBC AM This is the Edge We're hanging out, Christian Miller Noah, Behind the Glass, giving you that funky beats. We're going to get to the phone lines 205-342-9904 Again, don't forget to download the app Tide 100.9, you can ask uh, Add your comments, thought, questions Right there as well Before we get to the phones Chris, you said you had to make one more point.
1: Well, first I want to remind everybody about our friends over at Buffalo's Cafe at Midtown Village. If you're looking for that great restaurant experience, head on over to Buffalo's Cafe where you'll find some of the best deals in town. All-you-can-eat wings every Wednesday, $17.99. Weekday lunch specials for only $9.99. That includes a beverage. Not only is the food amazing, but the service is top-notch. Head on over to Buffalo's Cafe right now at Midtown Village in Tuscaloosa. If you're looking for that great restaurant experience, you can go watch football games, sit at the bar, have a good time, bring your family Man, it's, 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 you got to check it out if you haven't yet. Remember, it's the home of the Miller's Edge. So go uh, check those guys out again. That's Buffalo's Cafe. Yeah, real quick, because I know we've got a lot of people lined up on the phone lines. What I was going to say was, you're talking about our, the issue of us stopping the run. I was saying specifically at Auburn, it, we we definitely failed at doing that. Again, they had 244 rushing yards. Uh, you, you're right. I mean, that. It, I hate to go this far, but it, that's embarrassing to have somebody rush for that many yards. And the team will tell you that. The coaches are saying that same thing. Right. My point is, I wouldn't necessarily. it kind of is an anomaly. If you look at the way they've played the run this season, you know, and I, I said I played in the Iron Bowl. I'm telling you, those guys, I said it It doesn't matter if Auburn only won one football game, lead up in that game. They're going to play like it's a Super Bowl. And those guys are going to be physical. They're going to be dirty. They're going to do all type of stuff. That's what we are seeing. What I was saying to your point, you talked about LSU. All right. I told you it was a little bit different. The reason I say that was LSU rushed for 206 yards on us. Guess who, had, guess who was the leading rusher? Jaden Daniels. Who's, what does he play? quarterback. He had 163 of those yards. Logan Diggs, a running back, really good player, 24 rushing yards. So what I was saying was that issue there was going against a phenomenal athlete in Jaden Daniels and not containing the quarterback properly, not being prepared for the quarterback draw, letting him beat us with his legs. I get that still counts as rushing yards. But in my opinion, that's more of an issue of going against a dual-thread quarterback where, we, where we, we've struggled with that in the past. Auburn was a little bit different, right? Peyton Thorne used his legs more so in the second half. Really, most of it came from, you know, those, those quarterback draws, which that's situational awareness. When you know it's going empty, you've got to be keen and aware that that quarterback is probably going to run a draw. You've got to squeeze back and collapse in. That's on the D-line and the linebackers who might be able to uh, come and add some support. With that being said, um, Auburn was running those counter plays like we talked about, hitting the perimeter, a lot of lead blockers, you got to you got to be physical. You got to bring it to them, like we talked about that. So I'm not going to keep going on that. But to me, that is more of a that's more of a concern when you're not stopping those traditional type of types of runs. I, when I look at stats about like LSU and I'm seeing Jaden Daniels, I remember watching that game. He's just running all over the place. That's where those yards were coming from. But stopping the traditional run, they did a damn good job. Let's look at the other SEC games where we, where we played Tennessee. We held them to 133 yards. Leading rusher, Joe Milton, quarterback, 59 yards. The rest of their running backs, 28, 24, didn't really do much. All right, let's go to Ole Miss. The only rush for the team at 56 yards. Leading rusher was their running back, uh, Quinchon Judkins, really good running back, only 56 yards. We'll look at Kentucky, held them to 95 yards, might I remind you. The leading rusher uh, was Ramon Jefferson with 73 yards, which he broke for like 70 yards on one run. You take that away. They only had about 25 rushing yards, and last but not least, you look at Arkansas. We held Arkansas to 100 yards um, and did a good job there. And so all I'm saying was, I wouldn't make it seem. I just felt like the way you were presenting it was as if like we're just having a bad time, a hard time stopping the run. We're not. We're 33 in the nation after the 244, 244 yards given up. With that being said, I think it's part of my opinion. You're going on the road to Jordan here. You're in the Iron Bowl. Auburn is a tough team to defend, especially with Hugh Freeze dialing things up. I'm not making excuses. You you are making excuses. No, I'm not, because I told you. I agreed with you. We defended the run poorly. Anybody will tell you that. The players, the coaches, we did a a poor job defending the run. What I'm saying is, does that lead me to be concerned going into this Georgia game? No, not really, because I've seen us do it. I know we can do it, and these guys are going to, if anything, that's a learning lesson that you got to strap your your chin strap up (laughs) Go be more physical, cause you got out physical at the line of scrimmage defensively, and you got to go bring it to them. Cause Georgia's going to watch the tape; they're going to see all those counters, they're going to see all those leads, all those plays, and they're going to put those in. They're going to implement those, and they're going to tri- they're going to try They're
3: going to put them in; they already run those. I mean, that's but, just. But, uh, but I mean, part of what going, they
1: do. They're going to call them. You know what I'm saying? With that being yeah. said, let's go to the calls, cause we've got a lot of people lined up, and I want to hear their thoughts on it.
3: All right, two zero five three four two nine nine zero four. Chris, you're up first. great right head. Happy Monday
5: hey real time gentlemen uh, roll tide. Hey, just a couple of comments and then I got a question for y'all uh, you know the, the, the thing that stood out to me um, in this game was that the discipline and i don't just mean penalties but you know I'm not an expert by any means but you know Malachi and kool aid seemed like they really didn't have their communication down especially on that that busted play where the guy was just wide open um in, in the corner there and he just trotted in but just some simple stuff like that. And it's not like, you know, they're dealing with Steve Sarkeesian or, or some crazy guru. These plays just seem very common, you know, simple schemes, and it just seemed like they were not communicating. And then, you know, you could talk about the penalties, you know, the missed snaps and things like that. But guys, every time we score, or have a good play, I hold my breath because I'm looking for that ticker on the ball that has a, a yellow flag come across because it seems like <laughs> at the worst time We shoot ourselves in the foot, and the yards for penalties, the yards we get, don't do it justice because it negates major chunk plays and scoring plays, and that's not reflected in the penalty yards. And it is just – that hurt us so bad. Um, If we go up 14-0 against them, it's a different game. It just is. And, you know, you can blame it on the rest or not, but, hey, play a clean game. Just play a clean game and do you – You know, like Saban said, worry about your job. And it seems like we just get caught up and called a rival or whatnot. But, um, and, And my question to you guys is, having an emotional game like this, we used to see it with LSU going into Auburn, but now it's Auburn going into Georgia. Christian and Corey, do you guys think that's going to have any sort of a letdown for us? Are we going to be able to get up for this game after we just went through that gauntlet and had to come down to the wire to win that? How is that going to affect their steam, their, you know, their their you know, just their will to go out there and give it hundred ten again seven days from from what we just went through?
3: man that's that's a great question chris i I think you know emotionally you you have to exert so much energy on the road especially to to come back and stay in that thing and and just to to win it uh but one thing i do know nick saban is a master of, of getting guys to refocus uh because it's one it's kind of like eminem you only got one shot right you can't control what the committee's gonna think and or do you get a chance to go to atlanta Play maybe the number one. It could be number two based on what Michigan did this week. They might drop back to two. Uh, But go get that win. And then just here's my resume. You know, then it's like go secure the win. Turn in your paper and let the committee decide who's deserving or who's the best for a team. So I think Coach Saban is going to to be preaching that to these guys. This is the chance we got. We can control our own destiny and then leave it in the hands after that. Uh, but I think they'll bounce back, and I think if anything, the things that you mentioned, uh, the, the mistakes, the the, the tackling, that you know, the undisciplined and, and gap integrity, and all these different things will make them refocus. Because you know, I think they're going to say, "We played a team that's won what six games, and we struggled 244 yards." We got a team that's won twenty nine in a row, two back to back national champions. If we go down there and play like this, we're going to get embarrassed. So I think I think it'll be easy, and I think they feel like they need to pay Georgia back too. So I think they'll be fine as far as getting back focused.
1: Yeah, Chris, I agree. And those really good points. Um, and and I I what I think would happen is, honestly, I, I think the way this game against Auburn went, yeah, you definitely are going to be drained, you know, physically and emotionally, mentally, all that good stuff, but. Uh, a couple things. Number one, you're playing for a championship, right? And when you're playing for, for some, some jewelry, some hardware, um, you, you, your mindset almost shifts. I'll be honest with you. I mean, everybody seems to lock in and, and understand like, you know, what's at hand. So I, I think they'll be ready to go. And then to your point about uh, Auburn didn't seem to be running anything complicated. I got to disagree with you there. And so what I'll tell you is this, Chris, it might not look complicated, but what Auburn does, especially Hugh Freeze, um, is they run a lot of unbalanced stuff? They lot of they run a lot of formation in the boundary. If you go back and look, that puts a lot of stress on the defense. So people might not notice what's going on, but what happens is when you got formation in the boundary, it's making the defense. The defense has to respect that. They're put the defense has to line their guys up in the boundary. And then what's Auburn doing? They're bringing back four, four guys all back to the field, and so you're you're almost outmatched. You you really have to run. You know what I mean? So. But that being said, you got to remember, Hugh Freeze has beat Coach Saban twice, and you don't just beat him by accident. So it might look like they're just doing simple stuff or easy things, um, but you got to respect him as a football coach. And I'm I'm telling you right now, man, like the, the runs, they might look simple. It really comes down to, to nutting up and, and really just, you know, defending it and being physical. But um, there is, you know, some some intricate details in those plays. Uh, that does that does make it a little bit more difficult for a defense, but nonetheless, we got to play much better football if we want to win, without a doubt. But appreciate. Well, the
3: call. I think too, David yeah, thanks for the phone call, Chris Christian. I think they they were catching them in nickel; they couldn't substitute and run those counters, which, which You know, that's that's another thing. And I said, and I said this before we go to Tommy. I thought he frees I'll coach the heck out of our defensive coordinators, and that's very obvious because they didn't they didn't seem to adjust well at all. Uh, he was putting pressure on them. He found the weakness of the defense. Again, keeping nickel on the field and then tr- and running counters, which means you got guys in there like safeties in the box that not, not used to play in the counter plays. So that's masterful coaching. Uh, and and uh, course, we're going to talk all about this this week because Georgia did the same thing. But uh, really, really great coaching by Heath Freeze, Give him his credit. Tommy and Romulus, you're up next. Right here on the Manic Monday. Go right ahead.
0: Hey, guys. How are you? Good, Tommy. How are you? Happy Monday. Happy Monday! It is a great day. Um, we won, and that's the most important thing. Forget about it now. The only thing the team need to do, in my opinion, my opinion alone, is don't worry about what's going to happen Sunday. If you beat Georgia, do your job, win the game. Don't matter if you win by one or ten or fifteen. Just win the game. If you don't make the playoffs, that's okay. I'm going to tell you why because you got a hardware, you got a trophy, go for the 30th SEC title. That should be all you're about. And what 11-game winning streak and you beat the number one or number two team at the time and you can't get on that resume, then that committee is a joke. That's all I'm going to say on that. They are a joke. They are not unbiased. And they're just a bunch of brewer- bureaucrats sitting up there with a thumb up their nose I know. Uh, I was going to say something else but I'm trying to be not. yeah I'm about to
3: hit ready at the dump button which I don't have well, I
0: know I know you was That's why I said nose nose I know and, oh and I thought about you Courtney on the last play of the ball game before it. and what you said to me the other day we got talking about superstition all that you told me to read the book of James I'm sitting there at 4th and 31 I said Courtney Jane never been to the plains, impossible plains. <laughs> then, after he caught the touchdown, I said, "Well, maybe he had. Maybe Quentin knew something I didn't." So rode on.
1: <laughs> yeah, that day man, things happen there. I the told plane. you,
3: brother. I told you about that stuff. See, I said, "Speak life, right." I said, yep. "That's what happens when you get in those tight spots, man. You, the negativity, the, the negative mindset, You gotta, you gotta come back with with truth." Like and uh the truth will set you free. And the truth was Miro is a baller. It's amazing yeah. how him and Jalen Hurts are just so similar, right?
0: Oh yeah, he's and you know everybody's gonna want to talk about the playoffs. Don't worry about the playoffs. Take care of Georgia, do our job, let the chipmate. We don't get in, we'll go a nine six year bogey and we'll just think about what the talent, young talent we haven't coming back at quarterback. At running back. Well, I, was the a lot. I mean, you got, there's something good come out of everything. People say, well, we don't win a national championship. this season off the for a while. I've seen a lot of good. Uh, I got my top ten list of the good for Ron's show, and I'm going to blow him up on that. So, Yeah, blow guys. him up.
3: All right, Tommy from Ramos. Appreciate you, brother. Yes,
0: sir. Have a good one.
3: All Thanks, right. Tommy. Stay right there if you're on hold, Two oh five three four two nine nine zero four. We're coming all phone calls, the rest of the web. We see you, rolling. We see you, Robert and Mobile, and others. We're coming right back to you. Make sure you hit us up on the TIE 100.9, download that app. You can also uh, leave things right there. Noah will be glad to read them on the air. Quick time out. we we'll come back. More of your phone calls, more about the TIE, getting it done, the Miro Miracle, miracle the prayer. On the planes, I don't know what what's the best thing.
1: The mill mil- mil- throw is what they're calling it, I think. The mill throw. The mill throw. Yeah, I think that's what they're calling it. Okay, I like that too. Yep, sounds good. You know what else yeah. I like, real quick? What? Alumni Hall, because I can get all my officially licensed <laughs> Alabama gear from Alumni Hall. Whether it's a hoodie, a jacket, a hat, anything with that Alabama logo on it. I can find an alumni hall for the best deals, the best prices. So if you're looking for any Alabama gear, heck, they even got coolers. They've got all type of products, Alabama related. Go check them out right now. That's alumni hall. You can find them in Midtown Village in Tuscaloosa, or you can go to alumnihall.com where the ultimate Crimson Tide fan shop. Again, alumni hall. Check them out now. Back in a moment.
2: To blow. This, opportunity comes once in a lifetime. this is
4: Miller's Edge on Tide 100.9. No, you tell them they're only going to rush three guys. Sometimes two. Um, you know, he's reading the guys down the field, and they're doing things to try to get open, and he's got to pick. The guy that he, he's going to have plenty of time he's got to pick the guy that he thinks has got best chance to to catch it and ib got position on the guy and they did a good job of recognizing it and throwing it and if the play had a name i wouldn't tell you what it was <laughs>
3: <laughs> nick saban uh on the final play again situational football and, and i am telling you this we always practice those things uh, when it makes no sense. You may be like, why are we doing this? It's never going to happen. But uh, I believe, Coach, because I know this to be true, everybody oh, that – uh, no, 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 we, I know we, it's I was not. I going to
1: say we do that stuff every single week. And it, yeah, like I mean, every, every situation scenario that you could think of, whether it's like coming out or last play of the game or last play of the hat, I mean – Situational football. Week, situational football, man. Yep, all the time.
3: Let's rapid fire these phone calls. we got about 13 minutes. We want to get everybody in because we love taking it to the people. We also have uh, several uh, online messages. We'll get to those, too. So let's rock and roll. Let's go. Roland, you're up next here on the Miller's Edge.
7: Hey, guys. How y'all doing? It's Good morning. Hunter, talk, talk to you guys.
3: Yes, uh, sir. You, too. Uh,
7: just like to thank Christian for his time at university and all that. Uh, Not a problem. You know, just, just, uh, I love the university, and you know, love Alabama football and sports, and just appreciate all you guys that play and sacrifice. But, uh, and I respect what you said, Christian. But I have to agree with you, Daddy, uh, about the rushing. I mean, you're talking about a team, and this is last year too. That you don't, you don't have to worry about a quarterback beating you throwing. They're not going to beat you throwing. Last year was a disgrace. With Robbie Ashford or whatever his name is. Running the ball, I mean we knew what he was going to do, and we still couldn't stop it and the other day uh you know again, I don't think you got to worry about that quarterback beating you, so why can't you not stop the run It's in my uh, the other day we was out of out of place on a bunch of uh plays and and uh the defensive line, I thought probably played the worst game of the year uh it just looked like them guys was in the days for the most part and You know, and I'm not sure Auburn, maybe Christian can answer this. I'm not sure Auburn's got a guy that can start for Alabama. And uh, I just don't understand how, uh, with the coaching and the uh, adjustments you make, why, and, you know, you let a team run for 200-something yards, especially Auburn, I mean, I understand it's at Auburn and all that, but still, you're the more, more superior team, the, I mean, and it's just hard to understand how you let uh, you know Auburn the last two years run for what two hundred fifty three hundred yards on you with the quarterback they got and you know I can understand what Georgia does it because they can pass the ball so you got to be ready for the pass and the run but you got to worry about Auburn's passing so what do you guys think about that?
1: Well, I'll say this, uh, Roll. I mean, really good points. Yeah, uh, the thing is with what they were doing. Um, like I said earlier, they 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 do a really good job of of getting on the perimeter. They got a lot of lead blockers. They 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 get you unbalanced. They go formation in the boundary, then they're running everybody back the other way. But with that being said, if you just watch the tape, which I'm watching some of it right now, uh, we got outplayed. You know, physically on the line of scrimmage, we weren't getting over the top. And we weren't really having good run fits, you know. And, and the type of, of running schemes that they were doing, it, it requires to have a lot of support. You got to have guys up front to really, you know, get knocked back and play on the other side of the line of scrimmage. But you have to do a really nice job also of having you know, your backers flowing. You got to have your secondary guys coming down and uh, run support. And we just didn't do a good job overall. But, you know, it's not much else other than to, uh, to say it that We just we got outplayed uh, in the run game defensively.
3: Yep, no doubt. Let's go to our app message. From Chris, Chris, uh, take it away, Noah.
6: Yeah, Chris said, hey, guys, my opinion, what helped Auburn was having two weeks to scheme and prepare plays to, de- to the demise of the New Mexico game, and maybe the officials, ha
3: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was probably the worst officiated game that I've seen in a long time. Maybe we we'll get to some of that tomorrow, but there were some horrible calls uh, on, in that ball game. Thank you for the app message, We got, we got, another, it
1: want, we got another app message. No, we're going phone think.
3: call. We're we alternating. Okay, all right, that's fine. Yeah, let's go to Robert and Mobile. Robert, you up next?
6: Hey guys, uh, what else? Long time listener, first time caller. <laughs>
1: <laughs> appreciate you, Robert. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Robert.
6: Hey, you guys. what's was only an hour show. Why you guys need longer than that? Who do we talk to to get this extended? <laughs> <laughs> we
1: appreciate hey, that, Robert. Uh,
6: Hey, I listened to you guys, you know, debate earlier, and I kept saying, "Yeah, good point, Corey. Good point, good point Christian." It's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, "Well, you both <laughs> are
3: great So uh, we got the debate. old school, new school, man, you know, arguments going here. You know, I'm old school,
6: he's new Uh-oh. school. You know I me? Mean? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Christian is right about the house of horrors that is Auburn. Uh, you're right, of course. That hey, come on, God, we can't let these guys push us around That hurts getting run to the ground like this, and messing with your manhood. Yep. But <laughs> Auburn is just a different place. It's, it's it's a it's a different planet, it's a different dimension. <laughs> it is, Jordan here, <laughs> I don't know what it is. It was like the Twilight Zone. <laughs> you know, that place. Just nothing adds up. Yep. Uh, but. Yeah, I you know we talk about the Millrow doubters. I include myself among those Millrow doubters at the beginning of the season. Um, but you know, I look it this way: look, I'm a doubter. It's up to you to make me a believer. Uh, you, you you can make me a believer, but I'm going to evaluate what I see at the time, and I'm going to keep doubting till you make me a believer. Now, Millrow has made me a believer, but am I going to come out not I'm, you know not being a believer? But I say I can be converted. They say now if you. If, you <laughs> he, can't be converted. You <laughs>
3: have heard the miracle <laughs> gospel now. It's been presented to you. Yeah, so exactly. Now you
7: doubt
6: it the whole yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not stubborn that it can't be converted. That's hate there. Okay, now, now, if you're playing better than I, I still don't like it, that's hate. Then, no, you know, like uh, Mike Jones, I was a doubter. You made me a believer. Last time I saw you, man, you were throwing two interceptions in the Aaron bowl. <laughs> You're going to come in here believing in you, no, dude. You got to make me a believer, and you, that's, you that's can do very that. Fair.
1: I respect that. Yeah. yeah, I respect that, Robert. Yeah.
6: yeah uh, real quick. Oh, sorry. Now go ahead. Oh, sorry. Yeah, real quick before I go. Uh, yeah. I mean, the fourth the and forty-three of thirty-one play was outstanding. It's actually better than second and twenty-six, given the situation and given the pass. That was a perfect pass. No one in the history of football. Could throw up throwing that pass any better than Jalen murrow The only problem I have with it is it should never have been fourth and thirty-one. And Nick Saban <laughs> turned this out a couple of times himself. They said, "No, Jalen, if you run there, you, you you get probably to the. And with your talent, dude, I'm not sure you don't score, mm. but you yeah. can definitely get to the uh five, ten, five, ten-yard line. So so hopefully he'll you know. Coach said it a couple of times. Heard a couple of interviews. I'm sure Jalen's hit listening. And I'm sure we'll see better in the Georgia game. All right, guys. Good talking Thank you, bro. Very Appreciate stuff, it.
3: Robert. Really good stuff. Thank good you. stuff. Robert and Mobile, that's really good, uh, great phone call. Thanks so much. Rick, got that message there. Noah?
6: Uh, yes. Rick sent us a picture. I'm saying it to you guys right now. It's a little bit blurry, but he said, sadly, he was out of bounds. I wanted the extra six. This is about that play where we could have gotten the 33.
3: Well, Oh, I see the toe. Good picture.
1: Yeah. That's clear that he's out. So That's, that's very fair. clear.
3: So I, I stand corrected. Thanks, Rick. <laughs> Thank you, Rick. Yeah, exactly. right, they, they this we eat crow. crow it. We need to eat crow. So I, I thought he was in. So um, that was an awesome picture. Although Burton was in too, and they called
1: him out. <laughs> what do we, real quick, real quick, what do you think about the Nye Black, uh first down that, that they gave us? They gave us that one. I thought he might have. been I those. thought it was yeah.
3: short. Yeah, yeah, I did too. But again, we want to talk about that tomorrow. There's a lot. One of the worst fish they gave.
1: All right, let's go back
3: 205-342-9904. Ellis, you up next, ahead. Right? How y'all doing this morning, fellas? Doing good. Happy Monday. Roll Time. Roll time.
4: <laughs> Boy, the voodoo was out over the weekend. Lord have mercy.
1: Ended up working in our favor though then, huh?
4: Yes, it did. Yes, it did. We overcame the voodoo. Yeah. Uh, but bad and we overcame bad efficient. Good grief.
1: Yeah, it was too I good mean,
4: long. and you know that's the you know that's the same crew that uh that done the Tennessee game last year.
1: Really? Oh, he's...
4: Yeah. No no. Yeah, Jerry, Jerry Harris was talking about that this morning. So, yes.
3: Well, yeah. Well, I mean, so. listen, they, they I, we short on time. We got about three or four minutes. But as I will tell you, that was one of the worst. Of, I mean, both sides, as we said, but the first down to, yes. to, I mean, I mean, just destroying that punter. And the, the, the head official just sitting there watching him. Stand,
4: mean, there, he, stand there in plain sight yeah, watching
3: him do I mean, it. I, I'm unbelievable. And the face mask the kickoff, uh, you know, but we got, uh, they got called for block in the back. I mean, so I guess they assume he pushed him into him, but still, he, yeah. that was a face mask. I mean, just overall, it was a horribly officiated ballgame,
4: period. Yeah. Two more things. I know y'all were in a hurry, but two more things. I'm like Christian. I was calm because we still had time left. And I had faith in my quarterback like everybody else should now. Everybody yes. still uh, being in a griping about Jalen Miller. I always everybody just shut up about him. Look what he's done. Look what he's done that there, He's won the ball game for us.
1: Yep. Yeah.
4: I think it's the best coaching time Coach uh, I'm behind him and I'm behind the team 100,000%.
1: Yes, sir. Always, Ellis. And I'm
4: gonna be one of the yelling, screaming Alabama fans in the stands Saturday evening down there in Atlanta.
3: Let's go, baby. I'm gonna look for you down there. I'm looking for you. Let's let's get it. We're gonna throw a party down into the ATL. Me and my man Ellis.
1: That's right. Let's head on over to Pat real quick. Pat, welcome into the Miller's Edge.
4: Real quick, guys. That, uh, man, I just couldn't get over how in the world when they had video evidence and that uh, when that guy was uh, when our man was going out of bounds and he stepped on the uh, he, 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 it was green. Even the announcers were saying it was green between his toe and the line. You know, at the, at know the end I mean, of the game. No, no, no. With uh, the oh, I'm talking oh, oh, about oh, the, oh, Jermaine Bird's first down. Yeah. That we the first yeah, right that, that so was we a bad call. It. I mean, that was terrible. But hey, and they and they reviewed it, and the review was terrible. Is what's so bad? <laughs> it, dude, I thought it clearly
1: showed a green line of grass, but I, I I don't know. Maybe maybe my TV was messing up. But it, it looked like clear dude. to me. There's grass. Dude.
4: No, I got I got a real expensive TV, and it was it looked beautiful to me. <laughs> with my glasses my glasses are a little crimson. I'll be honest with y'all. <laughs> like, you, like, you fellas have a great weekend. Wins a win. Trouble is, we didn't win by enough. Uh, I'm afraid that we needed 21 points uh, victory yeah. over Auburn as far as style points in order to uh, because this bunch that they've got uh, selecting us
6: is terrible that's true yeah we just gotta
3: we just gotta go to Georgia and handle business if we get enough you know room there I think we'll have a shot that's it we'll see it's gonna be very next week's gonna be a very interesting week appreciate the phone call brother thanks for calling in
1: we got 30 Man, seconds we, for Dale if you wanna try Dale just
3: we gotta give you
5: about Dale, 15 you gotta, 20 seconds go ahead yeah, take go us, ahead, us out Dale.
1: Dale
5: just wanna say roll tide guys uh, I think Pastor Milro performed the best exorcism
4: I've ever seen in Jordan Air <laughs> <Aaron. laughs> <laughs> he did indeed
5: you can see yes, it flying out as it hushed across the stadium. I mean, it was a, it was a remarkable uh, play. I it was a remarkable game. I just wish yeah. he would throw the ball. I mean, run the ball when he gets toward the uh, line of scrimmage right there a little more and yeah. make a lot of guys.
1: Yeah, that was probably. the be yeah, yeah, more the of, for this more game? decisive for sure. Yeah. Well, dude, uh, we, we appreciate the call. Sorry, we got to get up out of here quick. Yeah, we got Nick
3: Saban, and I know you guys want to hear that. We want to take away from Coach Saban's time on the air. But we'll be back tomorrow, same time, same channel time, 100.9, 1230 WTBC. And uh, looking forward to talking to you, breaking down this uh, Georgia game as well. From Noah, thank you so much for the hard work. Christian Miller, I'm Corey Miller, the pastor of Payne. It's been a, a copyright of the Middle East. I ain't really a copyright, but it sounds good. We'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> Nick Saban's coming up, followed by Big Noon Sports. See you tomorrow
1: you've been listening to the miller's edge tackling sports daily
5: you don't want